Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. Scott Robbins is out. More on that in a minute. Okay, let's start here. Um, the border's been a mess for mm-hmm. three years, and anyone that's paid attention knows that. And now we have the impeachment hearings, and it's proceeding along. Yeah. Alejandro Mayorkas, Department of Homeland Security. It seems like a no-brainer. He hasn't done his job. No, and a lot of people have died as a result of it. And he's lied about it continually. But it's all been on purpose. But you're saying someone has come out and somehow defended him in a backhanded sort of way? Yeah, so now the impeachment will go to a full House vote, uh, one step closer to actually impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas. Democrats had an interesting tactic to try and delay this thing. Not only were they throwing all this other stuff out there. I mean, we, we played a few of them, like... Uh, there was one representative from California who was saying, well, Donald Trump and mega Republicans plan is to electrify the fence and put alligators in the Rio Grande. Yeah. And all of us were like, man, you need to stop making MAGA sound cooler than it is, because <laughs> that'd be amazing if they actually did that. But I want to go to Representative Dan Goldman, a Democrat who is one of oh, the hatchet men for the party right now in defending uh, Joe Biden and the administration. And I don't know if he thought this was a great point. But it's certainly an interesting tactic here. Okay. What you are upset about is that Secretary Mayorkas rescinded prior executive orders that were working. And you have a right to be upset about that. And you have a right to talk. Oh, hold on. Yeah. That's the one talking point that the left never uses. All these things were in place when Biden inherited it. And then they flipped it. Yes. And they're admitting, yeah, that's what he did, and you're upset about it. Yes. Yeah, because that's that's true. Yeah, he said, yeah, the old policies were working. I mean, Alejandro Mayorkas sucks at his job, but hey, look, I mean, Alejandro Mayorkas is like, geez, with friends like these. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. All right, go ahead. And you have a right to talk about that. And you have a right to express your dissatisfaction in any way you, you choose. And you have a right to make that case to the American people so that they vote Secretary Mayorkas and this and this president out of office in November if that's ultimately what the people believe. But you do not have a right to demean this institution, to bastardize the impeachment clause of the Constitution. Okay, so it's been a disaster for the American people, but this institution, how yeah. dare you come after the institution? Yeah. Again, this is this whole game of pretend these people are playing. It was by design. You want millions of people to come through illegally so they can end up voting for your party. Okay? 
again, anyone that's paid attention to this knows that. So it's all these different games being played. But that is something if you're Mayorkas. Yeah. Yeah, guy's terrible. Yeah. But how dare you try to make this institution look bad? Yeah, from the same party that impeached Donald Trump over a phone call. That's true. How many people died because of that phone call? Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds, actually over a thousand now of people have died at the border trying to cross, not to mention people being sold into slavery in the in the country, whether that's through mm-hmm. sex trafficking or human trafficking and labor trafficking that's gone on. Not to mention known gang members have come in, not to mention known terrorists have been walking around. Yeah, and the scariest part is the terrorists we don't know that are already here. Yeah. You know, you bring that up. And you're talking about, you know, the number of people killed because of these policies. Okay, switching gears. And it's hard to know this, but how many lives have been lost because of the defund the police movement? It's hard to know. Yeah. It, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's several at the least. Well, you'd say that because policing goes away and the murder rate has gone up in city after city after city where they were talking about defunding the police. Yeah. And that's on some people's mind right now because Cory Bush is in the news. Yeah, the, uh, the the breaking news yesterday was that the feds are investigating Democrat Representative Cory Bush for misusing federal and campaign funds to pay for private security. And, and what's been talked about, and we've talked about it before this all broke, but the money that she's spending on personal security is going to her husband. And so yes. she's, she's using campaign funds to pay herself in essence, to provide her own security. You can't do that. And anyway, uh, this is part of the statement that you gave to the media because you know what? She's blaming right-wing forces out there. (laughs) And again, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. It's crazy. I hold myself, my campaign, and my position to the highest levels of integrity. (laughs) In recent months, right-wing... Organizations have lodged baseless complaints against me. I retained my husband as part of my security team to provide security services because he has had extensive experience in this area and is able to provide the necessary services at or or below fair market rate. What? I am under no illusion that these right-wing organizations will stop politicizing and pursuing efforts to attack me and the work that the people of St. Louis sent me to Congress oh, to do, goodness. to lead boldly, to legislate change my constituents can feel, and to save lives. Okay. So, as far as the people you're supposed to serve, defund the police. Yeah. You don't need protection, but I do. Mm-hmm. To the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's also coming back to me. Yes. And, you know, just a correction from yesterday, because we were talking about this and her husband, and I got it confused. I thought it was, remember the the spiritual advisor? Okay, the guy that's the wizard? Yeah. Hey, that's what he says. Um, I thought that was the husband. That's not. That's a different person that's also on the payroll as a spiritual advisor. Right. Yeah. And... Well, Jesse Waters on Fox last night was having some fun with that. Um, I should just play you the clip because it's hilarious. And then they actually have the clip of this guy talking about uh, some of his powers, which is crazy. Wizard who goes by the name Aha. (laughs) Aha claims to be a trillion years old, and he has a very special skill set. Aha. Yes. 
Wow. Take on me. Here we go. I'm going to take you in the book of Proverbs and show you how to make lightning touch what you want it to touch and burn some down. I got a chant in the Torah that, that makes fire out of nothing. I got a sword what? in there that make tornadoes. Flat out. That's how I learned how to make tornadoes. That's my science. I know how to manipulate weather. Mm-hmm. Whoa! The highest okay. integrity is on display in the yes, Cory Bush camp, okay? It's unbelievable. You know, part of my reading this morning, you know, you do the Bible in a year, and uh, some will just go chronologically. Some will do, like, some from the Old Testament, New Testament, and a yeah. Psalm and a Proverb. And the Proverb today was uh, part of Proverb 6. What are worthless and wicked people like? They are constant liars. <laughs> I did. I, I'm sitting there reading that first thing this morning. And I'm thinking, man, we see liars every single day. You know, signaling their deceit with a wink of an eye. Yeah, it seems to be so. And you go back to Cori Bush before when she talked about how she needed her own security. And she it was unbelievable. She was still saying, but we need to defund the police. If you remember this clip. You would rather me die? Is that what you want to see? You want to see me die? You know, because that could be the alternative. I have private security because my body is worth being on this planet right now. I have private security because they, the white supremacist, racist narrative that they drive into this country. If I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So Hold on. Are there white supremacists dragging her down everywhere she goes and without security she would die? In her mind, yes. Well, can't she get the weathermaster to somehow <laughs> thwart them and then drown them? Maybe part the Rio Grande or something? I don't know. I, I know. The high priest, aha, seems to have quite the skill set. Uh, why do you need an extra security guy? If you can call down thunder and lightning from the sky, yeah. then it, it sort of seems like you got the security part handled. It would seem. Suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. Yeah, we right. need to defund the police. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like comedy. Yeah. It's absolutely unreal. So that's going on. And yeah, I certainly wish Robbins could have been here uh, for that. Um, Scott's mom passed away yeah. early this morning. Um, she was 85. And it's one of those things where it may not be unexpected. It is still really yeah difficult um and for those that remember scott having heart attacks back in 2015 it was back to back and he was in the hospital for six months and icu for a few months um spending that time up at the hospital with scott's mom such a sweet lady and so many stories about her dogs and her getting cheeseburgers (laughs) for the dogs and different stories about scott when he was a kid that I'm not sure he would have liked her telling me. I don't know, but uh, just such a sweet, sweet lady. And I can tell you this, um, Scott is one that does appreciate your thoughts and prayers, you know, very much. So, and, you know, doing the show today with a heavy heart for sure, um, but not going through, obviously, what Scott's going through. So thinking about him as we're doing the show today, and there is plenty to get to. I know. You got the story about uh, Nancy Pelosi. I hadn't heard this yet. All these Democrats are getting a lot of protesters swarming them all of a sudden. What yeah. was Nancy Pelosi's response? You may be surprised. That and much more coming up right here.
Chilly winter mornings are perfect for staying under the covers and having breakfast in bed. HelloFresh knows that, and they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy your pick of the tasty dinner recipes they're known for, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. HelloFresh actually has you covered for every mealtime occasion with a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, desserts, and more. And not only does HelloFresh help you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, but their pre-portioned ingredients help eliminate excess food waste. This new year, make eating better and saving money a priority and make it easy with America's number one meal kit. Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins out for a couple of days. Okay. Nancy Pelosi, this is surprising to some people, huh? Yeah, so there's this group called Code Pink, uh, which, by the way, the New York Times even has reported, hey, you know, they, they've they got ties to a Chinese propaganda network. Mm-hmm. And so, I, again, whenever you see a lot of left-wing activists out there, we always ask the question, who's funding this? Well, a lot of times it is America's adversaries, not necessarily every idiot on the ground, who's gluing themselves to the interstate or whatever. But the people who are organizing these campaigns are propped up by America's enemies to sow discord within the United States. That, that's true. That's demonstrated yes. many times over. Well, they've been blasting Nancy Pelosi for her refusal to call for a ceasefire in Gaza. And now they have revealed that back in October... Uh, they swarmed her at her house. And okay. as she's getting into the car, apparently, and I, I, I tried to get the audio. It's kind of hard to make it out. Okay. What what the protesters say that she told them was, go back to China. <laughs> go back to China where your headquarters China. are. Yeah. <laughs> Which... I mean, again, it's like, yeah, good for her. I, I I think that's fair game. But it's really interesting because she and other Democrats for a long time have said, hey, you're racist if you point out that the coronavirus came from China. Absolutely. I mean, just, you know, flip the script here. That's some Republican. Yeah. And it's protesters. That's all over 
legacy media. And that Republican told them to go back to China. China? Yes. They'd be out of their minds. Yes. You know, I had a clip of Joe Rogan yesterday talking about the crazy left, everything. And one of the things he said was it is a lot of China-backed groups. That's Mm -hmm. where the funding comes from. And sometimes it's George Soros. Sometimes it could be someone like Russia. Never quite sure, but a lot of this is organized. It's not this organic thing where people just, you know, we think so much of the situation in Gaza. We are demanding a ceasefire. No, a lot of these people are paid. But man, that she actually said that. Go back to China. Wow. Don't know if you saw this story. Really interesting out of Colorado. There is a woman apparently running for president, and she doesn't want to run for president. You see that headline. It's a head scratcher. You get into the story, and her name is Crystal Gable. She's 39. And she just found out she's running for president and isn't happy about it. She didn't plan to run, doesn't want to. But she is going to be on the ballot in Minnesota's primary, running as the, quote, legal marijuana now party candidate. (laughs) She is a weed activist. She's run for political office before, but it happened because she used to be in the party's Facebook group, and they nominated her without her permission. They just thought she'd be cool with it. They didn't even ask. Let's see, Facebook, oh, yeah, there's Crystal Gable. She's pro-weed. I bet she'd make a great president. That, That is amazing. But also the origin story of Joe Biden's campaign, too. That guy wakes up every day saying, wait a minute, I'm running for president? Wait a minute, I am the president right now? Really? He's like okay. a goldfish. <laughs> um, the other part that's interesting, she found out because she has a Google alert set up for her own name. So she got alerted to the story. Yeah. Minnesota's primary is March 5th. And now it's too late to have her name removed. So she's actively telling people not to vote for her. Mm. Please don't. And one of the statements she made is pretty funny. She said, we all have a common law right not to be forced to be candidates. The whole thing is anti-democratic. Oh. Fighting democratic norms. I don't know, man. I'm going back to, uh, you know, the classics and thinking about Plato's Republic where... You know, the the great irony of politics is that the people who would be best suited for leadership oftentimes don't want to be in leadership positions. So maybe she'd be a great president. I don't know. That could be. Never know. Heard that before. It's the reluctant leader. That's the one you really want. So they really, you know, don't seek the power that much. But I'm guessing, no, she probably wouldn't be great at that. Something else. I mentioned this earlier. And you will swear by Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Yes, I will that they came up with a different recipe years ago, and now Chuck E. Cheese is releasing a cookbook. Awesome. What could be in the cookbook other than pizza? It's going to be 23 bucks on Amazon. The hot dogs? As far as I know, um, they said, well, if you're a true fan, there's no reason you couldn't use some of these recipes for your rehearsal dinner or your company's (laughs) next shareholders meeting. What? Are you serious? What is that supposed to like bring people back to their childhood or something like that? Well, I, I think the key ingredient in most Chuck E. Cheese products is uh, you got to mix in the right amount of denial of utter sadness. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that many times. Uh, sometimes divorced dads, that's where they would take their yeah. kids, like when you were a kid. Yeah, like, you know, you're 12, dad's putting in the work, 
Maybe a little old for Chuck E. Cheese. Sad again, man. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show. Okay. Outside of that sadness, what's the biggest story today, David? Uh, Biggest story of the day, the House of Representatives one step closer to actually impeaching Department of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas. We'll see where it goes from here. Um, I mean, I, I think it's fascinating that you have Democrats actually saying, yeah, he's terrible at his job. But that's not yeah. impeachable. What? What? And at the same I mean, time, Democrats are saying this whole thing is just a sham. Right. What's one of the biggest issues for voters in 2024? It's illegal immigration. Yeah. I mean, they see what the problem is. So I, it, it, it's, a losing, it's a losing proposition for them. But more on that in a little bit. And you also have a clip from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez that will probably make you laugh straight ahead. Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. Scott Robbins out for a couple of days. Okay, I haven't heard this clip of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, boy. Are we about to learn something? We are. So there's a hearing in the House of Representatives about chronic absenteeism in public schools, which has skyrocketed since the pandemic. A lot of kids went remote and dropped off the face of the earth as far as school districts are concerned. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, D.C., what was the latest stat was like 48 to 52 percent of kids chronically absent. It's, it, it's there's no one in charge anywhere. It's crazy. Like wonder, where are the parents? You have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, in her infinite wisdom, says one root cause is the push to get graphic depictions of gay sex out of classrooms. What? Yeah. That's why kids are out, are staying out of school? Yes. Because if you take away the books, gender queer, all that stuff, yeah. I'm just not going to go to school. That's the theory? Yes. you got to be freaking kidding. <laughs> when we talk about inclusion and those issues, one of the highest rates of childhood homelessness and one of the highest contributors and factors is if they're LGBT. Because if they go home to a place that will kick them out of their house because they are gay or trans or queer, how can we imagine them doing well in school? And so if school isn't safe for them, if home isn't safe for them, and if we, if we allow our, a culture what? that continues to marginalize LGBT people to the point that their existence can't even be affirmed in school, how can we expect them to do well? No stats to back that up. No, and when it comes to homelessness in the uh, LGBTQ, BIA, whatever community, a lot of times you're talking about teenage runaways. That That's the ugly truth. And a lot of times it's because, well, uh, an older person has convinced them to leave home. They get okay. in trouble. I mean, the idea that there's this epidemic of people kicking their gay son or daughter or trans son or daughter out of the house, that's a total... That's a lie. That that's not the thing that is 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 the reason behind it. And even still, if she's trying to to tie this to getting what amount to pornographic books out of school libraries, 
it's ridiculous because where the, the chronic absenteeism is the worst is in jurisdictions where they openly celebrate. They have pride marches in the classrooms. I mean, right. so it doesn't make any sense, no matter which okay. way you look at it. You know, it's so manipulative when you have, and this is medical institutions, telling parents, you know, if you don't start with the puberty blockers or the sex change early on, you could end up with a dead son. Wouldn't you rather have a daughter that's alive than a dead son? Yeah. It's so manipulative, and the stats don't back that up. And now you have this moron trying to convince people, we got to have these books and everything else in these classrooms, or we're going to have homeless kids. I mean, it's one thing when she's just out there saying dumb things, being a dope. All right, all right, listen, all right, listen, listen, <laughs> Whatever, you know, or January 6th. This was an all-out attempted coup. With no guns. Yeah. You know, she blathers on. (laughs) Right. So, like, you know. That's all fun. This is where it gets dangerous. When she's saying BS like this. Golly, man. As a woman or any menstruating person in this country. Just absolute nonsense over and over and over. Wow, man. Okay. All right, that's part of the show. We do this every day about this time. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Hey, remember how a lot of left-wing journalists uh, during the summer of love in 2020, as buildings were burning down, as all, all hell was breaking loose in major American cities because, uh, because of Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots? Oh, sure. And liberal... Uh, outlets and left-leaning news outlets were saying, well, no, it's not a big deal. It's not really violence because you're not talking about mass death. I mean, yeah, sure, there were a handful of murders and assaults and whatnot, right. but you're not talking about mass death. And property damage is not violence. We heard that over and over and over again. Correct. It's just stuff. These are people who are fighting to affirm black people's right to live while burning down black-owned businesses. Figure that yeah. one out. Well, now, and again, for anybody that saw the George Floyd documentary, they know it was all based on a lie, too. Yeah. Well, now uh, the geniuses over at The Guardian uh, have flipped the script a little bit while talking about Gaza, as Israel has obviously been waging war in retaliation for uh, the October 7th terror attacks, along with, I mean, really just handling the business of, of the problem of Hamas. Well, now they have done a visual investigation using satellite imagery to detail the mass destruction of neighborhoods in Gaza, leading experts, experts, okay? Experts of what? From where? Experts to describe this as domicide. Domicide? Yes, you are killing off neighborhoods and and domiciles, places where people live. Got it. So now property destruction is violence. Oh, it all changes, doesn't it? Of course it does. When it needs to fit a narrative. Wow. Uh, for my story today, I saw this in The Federalist. Um, <laughs> and this was from uh, Tristan Justice. And I, you know, I don't keep dates of this stuff. But the headline was, five years ago today, Joe Biden spread the Jussie Smollett hate crime hoax. I'm like, oh, man, that's been five years now. Wow. Okay. Um, so I'm reading along with the story, and it's talking about Juicy Smollett, who is black and gay, made national headlines, claims a pair of white supremacist Trump supporters violently attacked him. 
said they screamed, this is MAGA country, mm-hmm. when it was like 12 below in Chicago. Yeah, at like 2 a.m. or whatever. With their MAGA hats. And they're going back to what Joe Biden said at the time and had put out what was then Twitter. What happened today to Jesse Smollett? Must never be tolerated in this country. We must stand up and demand that we no longer give this hate safe harbor, that homophobia and racism have no place on our streets or in our hearts. And it also mentions, you know, Kamala Harris. She said he is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. This was an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this hate. It goes on to talk about how Black Lives Matter, you just mentioned. Yeah. They continue to support him even after he was found guilty. And what does it take? And I know he's never admitted that this whole thing was a hoax, even though the brothers came out and said, yeah, he yeah. paid us. This was all part of it. And then you go back, and there was a clip that was put on X. Remember when Jesse did the interview with Robin Roberts, Good Morning America? Did you ever see the part of that interview where they spliced in a clip of Trump and what Trump had said about it at the time? Because I don't even remember that. I don't remember it either, but... All right, just let me play you the clip. Listen to how this rolls. It's very interesting. Why do you think you were targeted? I can just assume, I mean, I come really, really hard against 45. Oh, goodness. I come really, really hard against his administration. And I don't hold my tongue. Yeah, I want to ask you about Jesse Smith. Okay, and then they go to the clip of Trump. Someone asked him right after this happened, yeah. wanted to ask about okay. tongue. Yeah. I want to ask you about Jesse Smollett. I think that's horrible. Uh, it doesn't get worse, as far as I'm concerned. We- okay. So what's his reaction to that? Juicy. Were you aware that he made that statement? I saw it. I don't know what to say to that. You know? Um, you know, I appreciate him not brushing over it. And there is no doubt in your mind what motivated this attack. I could only go off of their words. I mean, who says empire, this MAGA country, (laughs) ties a noose around your neck and pours bleach on you? And this is just a friendly fight? I will never be the man that this did not happen to. I am forever changed. And I don't subscribe to the idea that everything happens for a reason, but I do subscribe to the idea that we have the right and responsibility to make something meaningful out of the things that happen to us, good and bad. I didn't know yep. it was possible for that to get more sickening with age, but it does yeah. somehow. I mean, it, it's embarrassing. It's a lot of things. And the, the one thing that always stands out to me when I when I hear that interview and, and know, knowing what, what happened in the ensuing years, I, it, 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 the thing that I'm always struck by is how many media outlets immediately started acting like Jesse Smollett was a household name. Yes, Before that's this, true. he wasn't. I no. had to like double and triple check. How do you pronounce the guy's name? Exactly. And it, the idea, though, that it's 2 a.m. in Chicago 
and there just happened to be two MAGA bros waiting around the corner from a Subway sandwich who not only know who Jesse Smollett is, know the show yep. that he was in, yep, but specifically targeted him out of anybody else, any other celebrity that was critical of Donald Trump, anybody else, they picked Jesse Smollett. Exactly. Nobody knew who yes. he was. No, and I remember when all the details are coming out, and we're, you know, we're covering it, and I'm saying something doesn't add up, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that really happens, that's terrible. That shouldn't happen to anybody. But there's something that doesn't add up. <laughs> and as, you know, as the week goes along and more details come out, you're like, okay, nah, this is a load of garbage. And then when you find out about the brothers, and I remember at the time, I'm just a, you know, it's live radio. Sometimes you don't think things through. I'm like, what are they... What, the guys were in white face? And I remember the look on your face, David, like, oh, geez. I'm like, well, what? And it was like a week later, the lawyer actually said it was possible that these guys put white face on. Yes. It was unreal. One of the first videos that showed up actually was one of the brothers in white face doing a Joker monologue with white makeup on. And so it's not, it's not implausible. Not implausible. It's, <laughs> it's incredible. That's perfect lawyer speak, though. It's not yes, implausible. It okay. Yes. I'm not so, saying yes. that's what happened. It's just not implausible. And oh, man. So thank you, Tristan Justice from The Federalist, for taking us down memory lane there. Um, oh, there's also an update on Elan Omar. Is it time for her to go? That and much more coming up. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. This ad furnished by Nesmataju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins out. Mentioned it earlier, his mom passed away early this morning. She's 85. And again, while sometimes that can be you know, somewhat expected, it's still incredibly difficult. Such a sweet lady. So thoughts and prayers with Scott today. I know you have a news update, David. Yeah, I remember the uh, veteran who went into the Iowa State Capitol and, and knocked down the, uh, the Satanic Temple's statue, the oh, demonic yeah. statue. You know, the Satanic Temple or whatever they are, a bunch of just they're, – they're losers who don't want anyone to enjoy things. Trolls. They're trolls, yeah, and they have deep pockets and they mm-hmm. like to sue a lot. Um, well, uh, the guy who uh, decapitated and <laughs> forcefully removed, we'll say <laughs> – the Satanic Temple's uh, uh, statue uh, is Michael Cassidy, and initially he was charged with uh, felony third-degree criminal mischief, saying that he acted in violation of individual rights. Uh, now he's facing hate crime charges. you got to be joking me. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the initial charge was misdemeanor fourth-degree criminal mischief, but now it's felony third-degree criminal mischief, and this is a violation under Iowa's hate crime statute. Okay. <laughs> so people in the country are going to be thinking, okay, so the mass murderer in Tennessee, no hate crime there, but this is a hate crime. I I, I got to say, I, I, I've never, I, it feels weird even saying this, but I've, I've, I've never been in support of a hate crime before. But in this case, I mean, Dang, dude, you get to the pearly gates when it's all said and done, and St. Peter's up there, and he just says, hey, well, oh, yeah. I see that you have a criminal record. What happened there? <laughs> I was I was sentenced to jail time for hating the devil. <laughs> Come on in, sir. <laughs> I mean, that's you, – you're punching your ticket into the good graces of the big guy right there. Yeah. As you're telling the story, I'm thinking they're charging him. The people that are charging him with a hate crime, all I have to think is... Tell him God's gonna down. Tell him God's gonna down. where Johnny shows up. Yeah. Holy smokes, man. <laughs> I, what are you in for? Doing battle with the devil. All right, man. All right. Going to stay away Good from you. Good on you. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Uh, saw this. Oh, I mentioned it real quick. Um, Elian Omar. There are calls for her to be booted by Congress. Maybe you heard this story, and I saw this at The Federalist. It was an opinion piece by John Daniel Davidson. Uh, and he said, you know, immigration and border policy should first serve the interests of Americans to the exclusion of all other peoples and nations. Well, that's a hot take. It's true. It is true. He said, you know, there's this clip going around of Democratic Rep. Bilhan Omar talking to a group of Somalians about her allegiances and priorities as a U.S. congresswoman. Um, said it was pure blood and soil nationalism for Somalia, yeah. not America. She told the crowd she's a Somalian first and a Muslim second. Did not even mention the United States or her citizenship here. And she promises to use her power and influence in Congress to protect her nation's interests. Again, that would be Somalia. And speaking in Somali, she told the crowd that her top priority is to expand Somalia's territory. She said, as Somalis, one day we will go after our missing territories. Talking about regions in Kenya and Ethiopia. And she bragged that the U.S. government, quote, will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. They will do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders, and that is how we will safeguard the interest of Somalia. 
we Somalians must have the confidence in ourselves that we call the shots in the United States. What? And, of course, you know, left media is not going to put a lot of that out there because that's not popular with Americans. Oh, no. And so Davidson asked, hey, why is she allowed to serve in Congress? Why is she even allowed to remain in the United States? She's an immigrant and a U.S. citizen, but she is clearly not an American. She appears to have no allegiance to her adopted country, a country that took her in, sheltered and protected her, provided a safe haven from the chaos and violence of her homeland, and elevated her to a position of power and influence. And if you know her at all, and he points it out, she is also an anti-Semite and radical leftist. But I think the questions he's asking are absolutely fair. Oh, sure. I think there might be something what you said yesterday, David. The Democrats may have had enough of the squad. Yeah. They might be showing them the door sometime soon. Be fun to watch. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. Scott Robbins out for a couple days. Okay, we know that we have a border crisis. Okay, I think everyone admits now it's a crisis. Uh, yeah. Okay. Someone's weeping about it. A leader? Yeah, there, there's a big recreational facility in the uh, Roxbury neighborhood of Boston, and, and they're shutting down temporarily because they got to put these illegal immigrants somewhere. Okay. And so, of course, people in the neighborhood are pissed off. Like, hey, this is, I mean, it's winter. This is where we go to swim. This is where we go to get exercise. I mean, you're, you're taking away a community asset here because of, a, because of the border crisis. Now, people, uh, again, Massachusetts Governor Maura Healy, though, wants the people to know, I'm sad about it, too. Oh. Okay. I get emotional, guys, okay? Because I'm committed to this. Little kids need to be able to breathe clean air. They need to be able to access swimming pools. They need to have lifeguards there who are going to teach them how to swim. And they need to have activities. I don't know what we're going to do for a couple, three months. I'll call universities. I'll call other places. What is that? I just want you to know that I feel your pain. Mm. Mm. That doesn't do the kids any good. No, no, it really doesn't. And, you know, she brings up the universities. I mean, the whole open borders thing is being pushed by liberal evangelists at places like Harvard. Yeah. Where's Harvard opening up dormitories? They got the money. We know, know that. You know, this reminds me, I know this is sort of weird to say, it reminds me of the COVID era in 2020, mm-hmm. where we would talk about it's not easy being a leader. Because you have to make decisions that are going to be tough on some people, right? One of the decisions that could have been made is, we can't house these people. Can't do it. We're not going to put them in this place. We've dedicated this to our kids, to the people that live in this city. We can't do it. And figure out something else. 
But they don't do that. No. Because they don't want the criticism from the other side. And so they feel like, and I don't know if this is premeditated, it just seems like, well, if I get up there and weep and just show my heart that, boy, this sucks, well, yeah, it does suck, but you got to make tough decisions and unwilling to do it. And, yeah, for all these different, you know, governors and city leaders in blue states and blue cities that constantly tell people, you know, you need more resources and we're going to provide them for you, you that live in poverty, we're the only ones that can help you out here. The other side, they don't care about you. We're the ones that are going to deliver for you until we have people here illegally that will vote for us in another five to ten years. Mm. And then we're going to kick you to the curb. Of course, a lot of us all saw that coming and talked about it. It doesn't take a genius. Just the jamoke on the radio. You just yeah. watch history. You can figure it out. Yeah. You ever, Frustrating. You ever notice, too, that, you, you know, you bring up the COVID era and everything else. All of these would-be tyrants in the Democrat Party, the harshest measures almost invariably wind up negatively impacting children. That is true. Because children don't vote. That's true. Children don't donate to their campaigns. And as a parent, what is your priority? My kids. Right. You make sacrifices for your kids all the time. Yep. That's what good parents do. Shouldn't our leaders do the same? Yeah. They they don't. But they don't because they're they're soulless, godless cretins who hate children. Yeah. It was the um Oh, was it the Lieutenant Governor of Texas during COVID that said, I I'd rather die. Yeah, it was Dan Patrick, yeah. Yes. I'd rather die myself than you know kill this country for you know my grandkids people thought he was insane yeah it resonated with so many people saying yeah i don't want to die i don't have a death wish but we got to prioritize our kids and our grandkids it's what good people do wow okay meanwhile are they still trying to push bidenomics uh yeah they are i thought this was kind of interesting uh though this was an axios Okay, And, you, you know, you hear the high-minded economists always saying, well, I don't know why people are complaining about inflation. Inflation year over year is actually down. Blah, 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 blah. It's not actually down. What, what the top-line numbers show is that it's increasing at a slower rate than it had been the last two years. So you can try to wordsmith it and say it's down. Well, you know, if something uh, is just increasing at 2% or 3% as opposed to 13%, well, now you're still 15 or 16 percent higher than it was a couple of years ago. So, yep. it, and, and so Axios has had this light bulb moment, and they decided that they were going to crunch the numbers and say, "Well, here's why people are upset at the economy. You know, it's vibes, man. It, they're they're upset because even though you know the inflation issue may be cooling off a little bit, a uh, hundred dollars worth of groceries." Uh, now costs if it, if it costs you a hundred dollars worth of gro or if, if a basket of groceries cost you a hundred dollars in twenty twenty, it now costs you about one hundred twenty five dollars. Okay. So even though the price increase year over year, which is very deceptive when you're looking at sure. the cumulative effect of of inflation, uh, you're still paying a hell of a lot more than you were before all of this started, and it's not just COVID either. I mean they. 
they try to lean on the supply chain stuff. Well, no, it's 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 not just that. It's pumping trillions of dollars into the economy, which started under Trump, but was made unnecessarily worse. Yeah. By the first big piece of legislation that Joe Biden signed. Yeah, and it is this other strange thing, just thinking about this this morning, that, you know, they're always talking about a jobs report. Well, how many people just dropped out of the job market? Yeah. Thousands and thousands. But then, you know, in the quiet places, you'll have people on the left talk about, we need these illegal immigrants to come in to do all these jobs. Yeah. I mean, all these service jobs. And all the labor jobs and the farming and all that, we got to have somebody to do it. But yet all these people drop out of the workforce. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, those two things don't make any sense when you're saying, well, we have a labor shortage. Yeah. uh, But also full employment. Well, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, something doesn't add up to that. So at first they're talking about, oh, this is great. Yeah. Guess what? Biden homage is work. Yeah. They're trying to, you know, sell that, and people aren't buying it, and they're seeing it in the polling. Bidenomics <laughs> is working. It is actually working. You see that in a jobs report. And then they switch to, you just don't know how good you have it, yeah. and it's going to take some time for people to understand Bidenomics. <laughs> it's a loser. They should know this by now. I just saw this was uh, real clear politics. They do the polling, all the aggregate stuff. Okay. I don't know if you've seen the latest. This was as of today, just straight up Trump versus Biden. Okay. Now you're talking about the swing states. Mm -hmm. Arizona, Trump's up three. Georgia, Trump is up eight. Michigan, Trump is up five. Nevada, Trump up eight. North Carolina, Trump's up 10. Pennsylvania, Trump's up three. Wisconsin, Trump's up five. I mean, and then some people are like, oh, my gosh, what happens if you put in, you know, like uh, Kennedy, you know, West, Stein, you get these other players yeah. that are out there. Then what does it look like? Well, uh, it's worse for Biden. Then it's Trump plus eight in Arizona. Trump plus, uh, what is it, six in Michigan. I mean, it just goes more in his yeah. favor. I mean, that's why the Democrats are going to move heaven and earth to take some of the so-called spoiler candidates like RFK Jr., Cornell West, uh, Marianne Williamson, like they did in 2020. They're going to move heaven and earth to try to make sure that in these swing states, those people are are off the ballot. Yeah. And they're also going to have Michelle Obama as their candidate. I'm starting to believe in that more really? and more all the time. I, yeah, there's part of me that really does believe I, that. I don't, I don't personally buy it. I could be completely wrong. That could wind up being a freezing cold take. I just don't, I don't see it. Well, listen, man. You're just going with your gut. They've got to know Biden's not going to get to the finish line in so many different ways. And even though she has said in the past that, no, she's not really interested I mean, she is the one, at least according to polling, that if she did run, she'd win. I hate to say it, but you've seen those numbers before, right? You well, know, they put it out there that if she were to run, mm-hmm. of course, she's never had the scrutiny. She's never, you know, been in the spotlight like that. Yeah, but she'd be protected unlike anything yeah, yeah. we've ever seen before. I mean, yeah, there, yeah I, I agree with I, I, I think generally she could win. And I will tell you this, man, if Trump were to beat her and if she runs and then he wins the election in November, mm-hmm. Uh, they'll take Trump out. I believe that wholeheartedly. You saw what they did to him 
after uh, uh, after he beat Hillary. Oh yeah, you mean take him out? Take him out? I mean take him out. Yes. Oh man. Hey, oh, I'm in trouble. Hold on. Wow. Well, you're talking assassinated. Yes. Holy smokes. I don't think you're the only one with that take. And if we were off air and you said it, I wouldn't think twice about it. But when you say it actually on air, I'm like, dang. Well, I'm not I'm not advocating for it. I know, not, I know. I'm just know. saying that the freak out would be to a completely different level. It would. And then, boy, you'd have some election deniers. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. No doubt about that. You know, speaking of just polling, um, you know, because Michelle Obama is very popular. Did you see, um, and I forget who it was that actually put together all of the polling of celebrities, whether or not you think this is a good person or not? <laughs> I just find this stuff interesting. Like uh, Jimmy Fallon, 43% like, yeah, I think he's, mm-hmm. he's a good person. 24% said no. Um, Nicki Minaj, 50%. No, not a good person. <laughs> Only 18% said, yep, overall good person. Will Smith used to score high in this. Oh, yeah. Now it's, no, he's not a good person at 47% to 35 said, yeah, he is. Um, Amy Schumer, you've all often said one trick pony. She got one yeah. joke. Uh, 45% said, no, she's not a good person. 31% said, yeah, overall good person. Oh, and this was BuzzFeed. So this, this is interesting. Man, that is, that, yeah, that people on the left is very interesting, yeah. Yes. Now when you're talking about The Rock? Yeah. Yeah, people do think he's an overall good dude. 83 percent ellen degeneres she took that hit oh yeah that she was a menace to work for 78 percent nope not a good person only 11 percent said yes and tom cruise 67 percent no Mm -hmm. not a good person well the cult thing tends to put a damper on your image very much so and you see the different you know clips from different times he spoke at those conferences, the Scientology yeah. stuff. Oh, it, it's beyond creepy, man. No doubt about that. All right, much more to get to. Gavin Newsom, you know what he's accused of? You won't believe it. It's great. Straight ahead. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. This ad furnished by Nesmataju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. 
Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes, and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com, and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Scott Robbins out for a couple of days. Mentioned it earlier. His mom passed this morning. And have said it before. It could be expected. You know, a long battle with cancer. But when it happens, it's still devastating. Our thoughts and prayers are with Scott. Um, you know, just heavy hearts. Yeah. You know, we got a job to do. This is what we do. Um, try to make sense of it all. Have a little fun. Do it every day. So in the spirit of that... Hey, where are the white women at? Well, I can tell you. I can tell you. Uh, they're working for uh, Gavin Newsom, apparently. Yeah. That caught you <laughs> off guard, didn't it? It, did. it really did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's a... Uh, <laughs> it always makes me laugh <laughs> every time I hear that. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> Apparently working for Gavin Newsom. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, he was criticized by a Hispanic advocacy group for not making diversity enough of a priority for his appointments last year. Uh, it's called uh, Hispanas Organized for Political Equality. Hope is what it what it spells out. Okay. They released a new report analyzing the demographic data of 480 appointments to boards, commissions, agencies, and task forces in the past year. And they found that over half the people he appointed, 52, were whiteies. No. Mm, can't do that. 17% of appointments went to Latinos, 11% to blacks, 8.5% to Asian Americans, uh, and 2% to Native Americans. Uh, according to the census, though, California is 34% white, 39% Hispanic oh. or Latino. Asians are the third largest ethnic group at about 15%. So really what we're seeing and what this group is, is saying without saying is that whites and blacks are way overrepresented in the governor's uh, appointments. Interesting, isn't it? Black population is about 5%. But, again, 11% is what his workforce is as far as yeah. black Americans? Okay. That, that doesn't look like the state of California, I already tell you. I mean, that's, oh, it doesn't. That's like when, when Joe Biden was saying that you know his Supreme Court nominee would be a, a black woman. Because yes. the Supreme Court should look like America. And I said, well, that's, that's fine, I guess. I mean, I, I hate racial criteria uh, in general. but Absolutely. Uh, but if you want to make it look more like America, you ought to be looking at a Hispanic woman. Wait, I remember you making the point at the time, and then look at the numbers, and you're like, well, yeah. 
Well, okay, and if we're just going with generalities, okay? Yeah. Because I know we believe in individualism, all that, but if you're going to play that game and go by groups, doesn't it seem Asian Americans have a pretty big gripe there? Because they're underrepresented. Way underrepresented, yeah. And if we're to play stereotypes, I mean, as far as, say, if I was just to ask you a random question, yeah, okay, go with the different groups. From the time a kid is born, as far as academics and work put into ap- academics, what group would you put at the top of the list? It's usually Asian Americans, yes. Yes. When you look you at also, the objective criteria, yes. Yes. And you look at, you know, say a Harvard. Who gets hosed? Asian American kids. All the time. And it's not just Harvard. That's all across. Yet I don't see those groups out there very much saying, hey, we're not getting a fair shot here. It's really interesting. I mean, but as far as this group, um, the hope group, I mean, if you are going by the numbers and the left teaches us all the time, oh, it's it's got to reflect here. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, if, if you want the answer to the question, that's it. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Biggest story today. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I got a little thrown off here before coming back to break yeah. or coming back from break uh, because there is a remarkable moment that just happened today uh, in a Senate hearing uh, involving Mark Zuckerbot, third or fourth worst human being on the planet. Really? The CEO of Meta, founder of Facebook, etc., where he was confronted about the victims of online child sexual exploitation. Wow. And he apologized to the victims' families who were in the room after being berated by Senator Josh Hawley. Gotta hear that. That's the update next. All right, here we go. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins out for a few days. David Van Camp news update. Well, uh, there's a hearing going on in the United States Senate over social media. They've got different uh, social media CEOs testifying about online child exploitation. This has been a big issue uh, for years. No doubt. I remember hearing the stories about Twitter before yeah. Musk took over is crazy that yeah. it was just allowed to be on the platform. Oh, yeah. What, what, what was allowed there uh, because of lax uh, content moderation. I mean, they were too busy going after imaginary Russian spies. Right. And not actually, you know, taking kitty porn off of their platforms. Unreal. I've seen different uh, uh, analyses and, and studies that have shown uh, how easy it is to access uh, child exploitation videos and images using Instagram. And so uh, today, Mark Zuckerberg, I call him Mark Zuckerbot, third or fourth mm-hmm. worst human being on the planet, was under questioning from Josh Hawley. Now, this may be a longer clip, but I think some of the context really matters here. Yeah. Um, 
And Josh Hawley is talking about not only uh, the victims of online exploitation, but also uh, about the lack of accountability on the part of Meta, which owns Facebook, Instagram, et cetera, uh, a lack of accountability when it comes to uh, the mental health of teenagers, specifically teenage girls. Okay. And what are they doing to make it better? Because the researchers know this, and yeah. they know it at Facebook and Instagram, of course. And Zuckerberg starts talking about tools and stuff. Yeah, there have been mistakes okay. in the past. And Josh Hawley says, well, okay, who's been fired from your company because of these lax oversight rules that, that you haven't put into place despite immense public pressure? Who did you fire? Yeah, I said you mischaracterized. 37% of teenage girls between 13 and 15 were exposed to unwanted nudity in a week on Instagram. You knew about it. Who did you fire? Senator, this is why we're building all the tools. Who did you fire? Senator, that's, I don't think that that's... Who did you fire? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. Um, because <laughs> I mean, you didn't is... fire anybody, right? You didn't take Senator, any significant I, I don't action. Think it's appropriate to talk about... It, it, like it's not appropriate. Decisions Do you know who's sitting like behind you? You've got families from across the nation whose children are either severely harmed or gone, and you don't think it's appropriate to take a, talk about steps that you took? The fact that you didn't fire a I'm single person? To, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you compensated any of the victims? Sorry? Have you compensated any of the victims? I, These I, girls, have you compensated them? I don't believe so. You, why not? Wow. Don't you think they deserve some compensation for what your platform has done? Help Senator, with counseling services? Help with dealing with the issues that your, your service has caused? Our, our job is to make sure that we build tools to help keep people safe. Are you going to platform. compensate them? Senator, our job and what we take seriously is... Time out just a second. Okay, if we can jump in. It's like so many of these people. It's the prepared talking points yeah. they keep going back to. And you're right. That's Zuckerbot. That's not a human being. No, right. Our job is to build tools. No, your job is to protect. Building tools is part of that. And it should be, yes, we are going to compensate them. That should have been well, right there in the moment. Didn't I, do it. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't. I, he has definitely been coached by lawyers to not talk about any sort yep. of compensation, financial or otherwise, which yep. makes what you're about to hear even more stunning and i think the lawyers at meta the pucker level is at like 11 at this point oh wow okay go so ahead. here here we go sure that we build industry leading tools to find harmful to content, make money take it off the services uh, to make money and to build tools that empower parents so you didn't take any people. action you didn't that's take any true, action Senator. you didn't fire anybody you haven't that's compensated a single not, victim let me ask you this let me ask you this there's families of victims here today have you apologized to the victims i would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? And right here is where Mark Zuckerberg is standing up and looking at these parents. Holy smokes. And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing these streaming efforts. To, uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. You know, why, Mr. Zuckerberg, why should your company not be sued for this? 
Why is it that you can claim, you hide behind a liability shield, you can't be held accountable? Shouldn't you be held accountable personally? Will you take personal responsibility? Senator, I, I think I've already answered this. I mean, this is these well, try us again. Will you take personal responsibility? Senator, I view my job and the job of our company as building the best tools that we can to keep our community safe. Well, you're failing. <laughs> well, you're failing. We're yeah. failing. <laughs> that was awesome from Holly. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Finally gilded him into it to stand up and apologize. And you could say, well, he didn't mean it because he was forced into it. Yeah. Well, he, he also, and it was kind of hard to make out because he was off mic. It sounded mm-hmm. like he was going back to the standard boilerplate talking points. Yes. But again, there's just enough wiggle room there that now the lawyers are like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. Let's look at this liability waiver again. Terms and conditions, guy, come over here quick. Right, exactly. So do you think anything's going to change after today? No. Or is it the same stuff? I mean, no. they get paraded out in front of Congress, what, every 18 months, give yeah, or take? two years or so. Yeah. Apologize, uh, working on tools to protect, blah, 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 and it, nothing really changes. Yeah. Except I will say with Musk, it seemed to change. With the kitty porn stuff. That yeah, was like immediate. That was like job one, it seemed. Yeah, and he, I mean, he didn't have to get hauled in front of Congress. No, unfortunately, I think that he's probably not going to uh, see a lot of change or a lot of difference because most of the litigation isn't coming from, obviously, it's not coming from Congress. It's coming at the state level from state attorneys general who are uh, going after uh, privacy laws and things like that against Meta and other social media platforms. Wow. I thought I had audio of a great rant to play for you. I'm just going to save that for later. <laughs> Can't compare to that. Um, but I want to get to the story you had about the cops being beaten by illegal immigrants near Times Square. Dude. Di- I saw the video. <laughs> this Are you is joking? Crazy. Okay, so uh, this is near Times Square, New York City. A pair of cops get m- mobbed by people who are, well, illegal immigrants, or I'm sorry, migrants, asylum seekers, right? Illegal aliens. The the footage shows an NYPD officer and a lieutenant initially telling the migrants, hey, move along. This happened over the weekend. We're just getting the video of it now. Uh, and then things got rowdy as a scuffle breaks out between the cops and a suspect who has then wrestled to the ground. Then the rest of the crew collapses in on the cops and just start hitting them. Hitting over the cops. and over and over again. Yes. Get them out. <laughs> yeah, and, and so you got four people who were arrested. Oh, guess what? Released without without bail. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guys, uh, his name is Jorman Reveron. He has two open cases in Manhattan for assault and robbery. In November, he pushed, he punched, joking. and bit a Nordstrom Rack employee who caught him shoplifting. Uh, and then last month, he also punched with a closed fist a loss prevention officer at Herald Square Macy's after trying to pull off a robbery with two other people. All four. What do you have to do to get sent packing? Out! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I mean, get what, him out! What in the world is going on here? Oh, that's so frustrating. Oh, my gosh. You know, and you hear Biden yesterday... That nonsense of, you know, I, I'll do this at the border. Just give me the power. 
as he's le- he's walking away and the questions uh, coming. Have you done everything that you can do as far as the border? You've done everything you can do with executive authority. Or is there more you can do? Absolutely. You've done all I can do. Give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got it off. Give me the border patrol. Give me the people. Give me the people to judge. Give me the people who can stop this and make it work. What a lying sack. Yeah. You reversed the policies. You did it on purpose. Yeah, I, I don't know what <laughs> so he, he's talking about. More funding to hire more people. I mean, I and this is just a, a function of living in South Texas. But I mean, I get digital ads every single day from Border Patrol advertising like twenty thousand dollars signing bonuses. So the money's there, obviously. They want people to flow through, but they have to pretend like they don't. It's just frustrating. Can't be gone soon enough. On a lighter note, I did see this story. There was a pizza hut. This happened in Canada. They put up a sign to announce they were only open for takeout and delivery. Um, but there was a typo. Yeah. Some would say an unfortunate typo. Due to unforeseen circumcisions, the <laughs> dining room will be closed this evening. Sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah. That's... <laughs> circumstances circumcisions ah, yeah they're a, little, a little different ah, yeah yeah people were having fun with that all over social media i didn't realize that they were instituting a no tip policy that's what yep no tip required is what somebody said <laughs> yep dinner's been cut short <laughs> guess they're making some staffing cuts <laughs> that's that's not pepperoni oh no <laughs> I mean, I'll say if I walked up to a restaurant and they said, yeah, due to unforeseen circumcisions, we're closed. I'm like, you know what? That's fine. That's a good reason to temporarily close until further notice. I think I'll pass on the uh, carryout for now. Maybe next week. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Uh, We talked about this before. Um, When you're talking about diversifying, you look at what's going on in the world and it's shaky out there. It seems like there's a new crisis all the time. Yeah, there's there's always what's going on in the Middle East. Of course, we're all waiting to see what China does with Taiwan and all of the. I mean, just it's kind of a mess out there right now. And if you're a little bit nervous, there's a good way to protect your finances, your savings, your investments. It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help. As opposed to. A lot of other investments. Gold thrives in times of uncertainty and is an important part of just diversifying your savings. Yeah, and they'll help you convert an existing IRA or a 401k. Some people have an old 401k from another company they worked for. If they moved jobs or something like that, they can help you uh, track down all of that and move it into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. All you got to do is text MVCR to 989898 for a free information kit. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and just thousands of happy customers. Yeah, let the pros at Birch Gold Group show you how easy it is to protect your finances through precious metals. Text MVCR to 989898 for that free info kit. That's MVCR to 989898 to get started. All right got to get to a news update oh and i've got that rant the rant basically saying if you can't walk outside your home past dark the system in which you live is broken (laughs) it sucks we'll get to that coming up
Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins out for a couple of days. You know, I see Iran is threatening to strike back against the United States. Mm-hmm. And you got Democrats blaming Republicans for the border crisis. Their fault. Okay. All right. And sometimes you hear a voice that you haven't heard before that is just speaking common sense. It's like a breath of fresh air. And I was not familiar with Matthew Kim. Asian-American podcaster. I think I saw this clip at Real Clear Politics. It's him driving in his car, and he just starts giving his opinions on how to know when your government sucks. (laughs) And I thought, you know what? You'll probably enjoy this as much as I did. You can't walk outside your home past dark. The system which you live is broken. doesn't matter if your rent is $500 a month or... Your high-rise condo is worth $5 million. If you don't feel comfortable letting your wife or your girlfriend or your daughter or grandmother walk outside past dark, your government sucks. Agree. To an extent, yes. All right, we're tracking that. Worry someone's going to steal your Amazon package. Your neighborhood is broken. If you don't want your kids playing in the local park, your system is broken. If you accept that crime and corruption are just simply a way of life, it's your fault too for allowing it to happen, for not speaking up, for not forcing change. Yeah, I'm seeing that all over the place. Okay. Yeah, why well, I say the to an extent is actually the point he just made. I, I, I don't think it's just uh, safety is not just the government's responsibility. In fact, it's all of ours. Totally agree with that. Yes. 
He goes on. It's so frustrating being lectured about my way of life while they step over homeless people, homeless drug addicts on the way to work, lecturing me about crime and law and order while they wait for an intended to open up the cage that protects the toothpaste and mouthwash at the local convenience store. Okay. Yeah, this is California. Yeah. I think Kim's in California. A good friend once told me, vote your reality. What's your reality? Is life amazing and great and most importantly, safe? The answer is not emphatically yes. It's not emphatically positive. The system under which you live is broken. If you don't take that as an opportunity to vote for change, if you continue to listen to the idiots on TV telling you that this is the orange man's fault, you're broken. Yeah, pretty much. You know a lot of broken people, and it's Stockholm Syndrome. They're like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is just the way it is. Well, and if the government does everything to disincentivize you from defending yourself, like in California and New York, whether that's through harsh uh, concealed carry laws or... Uh, I mean, even just charging somebody for potentially saving other people's lives. Yes. Yeah. You, like in New York, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, then, yes, that's a government issue, and you should vote accordingly. I I think, yeah. He's you, got I, a rap on this okay. if you want it. Okay. The government it doesn't know what's best for your kids. You do. Politicians shouldn't be worried about keeping other countries safe. They should be worried about keeping you safe. The president shouldn't only care about people that agree with him. He should care about people, even those that adamantly disagree with him. And that was supposed to be this guy, right? Mm-hmm. Be a president for all people. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, yeah, it is. Okay. There are more and more people figuring it out. You can feel it. Maybe common sense has a chance. That's the hope. This is the Mark Van Camp and Robert Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp. Scott Robbins out for a couple of days with family. You're shaking your head, David. So, um, so uh, the CEO of several uh, CEOs or representatives of several big tech companies are testifying in the Senate today. Yeah, uh, including the head of uh, TikTok. Oh. Chu Chu is his name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he was asked point blank again by Senator Tim uh, Tom Cotton about um, his belief that, or about the whole, you know, genocide thing that's going on in China. The Uyghur Muslims ended up putting camps. Yeah. Having their organs harvested for wealthy elites in China and abroad. Tom Cotton asked a simple question of the TikTok CEO about this. Do you agree with the Trump administration and the Biden administration that the Chinese government is committing genocide against the Uyghur people? 
Senator, I've said this before. I think it's really important that anyone who cares about this topic or any topic can freely express themselves on TikTok. It's a very simple question that unites both parties in our country and governments around the world. Is the Chinese government committing genocide against the Uyghur people? Senator, anyone, including, you know, you can come into yes, TikTok yes, and sir, talk yes, about sir, this topic I'm asking you, or yes, any topic you that matters to you. You are a worldly, cosmopolitan, well-educated man who's expressed many opinions on many topics. Is the Chinese government committing genocide against the Uyghur people? Actually, Senator, I talk mainly about my company, and I'm yes, here to yes, talk sir, about what yes TikTok no. does. Yes or no? You're here, we to give, allow... you're here to give testimony that is truthful and honest and complete. Let me ask you this. Joe Biden last year said that Xi Jinping was a dictator. Do you agree with Joe Biden that Xi Jinping a dictator? Senator, I, I'm not going to comment on any world leaders. What, what, why won't you answer these very simple questions? Well, Senator, because my government will kill me if I do. <laughs> you know, I'll be dead man walking. You know, I, I still got family in China, right? Yeah, we all know how that works. You know, no, I, at the same time as this is going on, uh, yes. there, there, there is a House committee as well uh, that is trying to gather information about the uh, Chinese Communist Party and what their plans are. They're trying to just get a fuller picture uh, of, of what China's plans are for the future. Uh, Representative Seth Moulton asked about uh, election interference to the FBI director, Christopher Wray, oh. about TikTok. Interesting. And this is an interesting exchange. Director okay. Ray, you explained that TikTok is beholden to the Chinese Communist Party, which can access users' private personal data, influence their feeds. Earlier this month, Cloudfare reported that Taiwan experienced a 3,000% increase in distributed denial-of-service cyber attacks last quarter. 3,000%. Um, I imagine that's a coincident with their election. So the Chinese Communist Party has shown a willingness to influence elections. I'm heartened by the experience and competence of the federal government in protecting the integrity of our election system. But, I mean, just to understand, if the CCP were to want to change TikTok feeds to bias one candidate or another in the upcoming presidential election, would they be able to do so? Uh, my understanding is that under Chinese law, that would be something that they would be permitted to do. And we already know they influence Chinese children to study science and math. Could they be able to suggest to American kids that they use more drugs? Again, I th my understanding is that the Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party, if it wants to exercise that authority, can easily exercise that authority. Mm. So why do we still have it? Yeah, that's a good question. And I'm guessing it's about money and people that are bought off. And that could be people that know exactly what's going on and don't care but just want the money or useful idiots. Either way, it's not good for the country. And you think about that, like with the anti-Semitism after October 7th on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, it grew like crazy. Well, you, and it was amplified on purpose. Yeah, you had, you had people praising Osama bin Laden. Yes. I mean, that's on purpose. That's propaganda. And we just sort of welcome it. It's insane. Man, oh, man. And I'm thinking about one of the stories you had earlier about Nancy Pelosi telling protesters to go back to China because yeah. she knows that China is paying for the protesters. Yeah, that's code pink that, uh, you know, it's been widely reported, including in uh, some liberal outlets like The New York Times, that they have financial ties to the Chinese Communist Party. 
Uh, now that you know, some members of this organization say, "Well, that's not true." It's extremely possible, even likely, that they don't know about it. Because um, I mean, just like you know, you or I, we work for a, a large company. Mm-hmm. I don't know everything that the suits are doing. I have no idea. I have. No, I just come in and do this little radio show every day. Yeah, you know that. That's it. Uh, they go and they harass members of Congress. Uh, that's their day in and day out raison d'etre. And and with um, when they harassed uh, Nancy Pelosi demanding a ceasefire, she goes, "Go back to China where your headquarters are." <laughs> like a drunk old bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had it. Not deal with this anymore. Wow. Well, and you get the feeling that the left certainly likes TikTok a lot more than the right. Yes. Because those messages are amplified a whole lot more from TikTok. It's useful to China. Wow. Meanwhile, I'm guessing AOC is more the useful idiot when she's talking about a global warming curriculum will get kids back in school. Did you make this headline up or is this I, real? Dude, I didn't. Okay, so there was a there was another hearing about kids who uh, are not showing up to school. Chronic absenteeism has skyrocketed since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says one of the problems has something to do with a lack of clean air and climate change awareness. Well, okay, go ahead. The Bronx has one of the ch- highest childhood asthma rates in the country. And climate curriculum, and when we talk about the importance of having clean air and clean water, it has a direct outcome on people's scholastic performance. So if, as we transition in this, in this time of a pandemic, a respiratory disease, and we wonder why one of the highest childhood asthma rate geographic zones in the country is struggling with absenteeism, knowing that respiratory disease is a major factor in that, maybe we try to solve that problem. Okay. So because the air in the Bronx is some of the worst and the asthma rates are high, Mm -hmm. the learning is low. But if we can just somehow attach ourselves to the global warming curriculum and do more, the kids are going to come back to school. Yes. Okay. How is that going to work for the kids in eastern Kentucky and in West Virginia and dirt poor communities? Mm -hmm. How does it work for them? Is that the same thing? No. No? No. It just so happens it's in in the Bronx. And asthma has nothing to do with chronic absenteeism either. It's kids who basically dropped out of the system because they were remote of for course. two years and never came back. It's not well then the other thing is, let's say it's not true, but let's say for the sake of <laughs> argument this is so insane. That so in China and India they don't do anything. No. Okay. But if the United States adopts the clean energy nonsense that they're all talking about, the kids in the Bronx are going to be back in school. Yeah. That's what we're to believe. Yeah. Okay, got it. But I, I'm just sitting here wondering <laughs> Just again, for the sake of argument, let's just pretend like she has a point and that, you know, asthma and COVID is still top of mind and that's why kids won't okay. go to school. All right. Didn't we send hundreds of billions of dollars to public education yeah. centers to upgrade the old air filtration system? Where'd that Absolutely. money go? <laughs> well, we know where it went to different people. It didn't <laughs> go for those buildings. No. 
Remember that day Good Morning America went to all those different schools with the new systems in place and the clean air? Right. Of course not, because it didn't happen. <laughs> Jeez. This, uh, you know, this reminds me of the other story that I saw that we haven't had a chance to get to yet. Americans losing trust in nearly all professions. I wonder why. You know, uh, this was Gallup's 2023 Honesty and Ethics Poll. And, you know, they're asking about all these different professions. And, I mean, part of this you understand, and at the same time, it's kind of sad. See, like 56% rate doctors highly, but that's down from 65% in 2019. All this compared to 2019. Uh, 45% rate police officers highly, down from 54%. College teachers, down to 42% from 49%. Clergy, down from 40% in 2019 to 32% now. Journalists, 28% in 2019 down to 19. You're surprised it's not lower. Yeah, not nearly low enough. Yes. Well, then, if you break it down by party affiliation, um, as an example, like 62% of Democrats rate college teachers highly compared to 22% of Republicans. We're really split. Um, As far as journalists, 32% of Democrats rate highly. Your guess on Republicans? Uh, 6%. Very close. Seven. Okay. (laughs) Police officers. 37% of Democrats. It's 55% of Republicans. Man. And sometimes you wonder, it's like, okay, we're all living in the same place. But if you're getting your information from someone that's lying to you, it really shades your outlook on a whole lot of things. It's interesting. Um, Don't know if you happen to see this story. I think we got time real quick. Um, There's a new scam that's happening. I don't know if you heard about this or not. Um, The scam, people going into a grocery store and asking people within the store, hey, could you buy something uh, for my baby here? Really short on money. And I have audio of one piece. Um, This lady that works at a Walmart has seen this woman do this time and time and time again. And she brings the items back and then gets cash for them. Right. Okay, so she calls her out about it. And, you know, you can expect that she is going to get, you know, harassed because it's a white woman that's calling out this other person. And that should have absolutely, you know, nothing to do with it. Um, But in the world we live in, you would not be surprised if that actually happens. But it's a little hard to hear part of it. You you get the idea. You're ripping my customers off. Get her out. And they escort her out. And I thought of you when I heard the story because I remember you buying a woman groceries. But she wanted all sorts of different stuff. And you're like, no, we're getting lunch meat for your kids. Yeah, she said that, yeah, she wanted, uh, you know, I've done this a couple of times, but the more recent one was was more frustrating. Um, That, uh, yeah, she she said, well, I got kids and I need some money and all that. And I, I just said, well, I'm not going to give you cash, but I'll, I'll buy you some groceries mm-hmm. to get you through the end of the week or whatever. And um, so, yeah, she's going on. She's wanting to get, like, all these sodas and all that. I'm like, yeah, kids ain't getting soda on my dime. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, going to the Little Debbie snack aisle and whatnot. Nope, not, kids ain't getting that. 
And she's getting frustrated with me as I'm doing that. It's like, listen, I'm, you know, I'm thinking. I didn't say this to her. I was polite to her. And I wound up buying her a bunch of groceries. But it's like, no, we're getting a loaf of bread. We're going to get lunch meat. We're going to, you know, we're going to get things that will last you a long time, not just a bunch of sugar. You know, I'm sorry, but did anyone ever say to you ever, beggars can't be choosers? Yeah. Well, then <laughs> on our way out after this kind of tense moment, which was weird because I was buying her stuff, uh, she asked for a ride home. And I said, no, you're not getting in my car. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. Well, your sexiness. I mean, she <laughs> I know. She couldn't help herself. Yeah. You blame her? I don't think she could fit in my car. Oh, goodness. Okay, we got a story about prosecutor in Georgia. You want to hear it? Much more coming up. you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be a lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that ad on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again at work in the gym and in the bedroom are they still getting out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves yeah you just need to send them a text text order to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of nugenics total tea the number one selling testosterone booster at gnc plus text now and we'll include a bottle of nugenics thermo our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast absolutely free text o-r-d-e-r to 42424 that's order to 42424 <laughs> It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. Scott Robin's out with family for a few days. So Bonnie Willis, this is interesting. Yeah, a couple of updates on this on this front. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis, who's been uh, going after Donald Trump for insurrection, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, she and Nathan Wade, one of the top prosecutors and lover. Yeah. Um, have been subpoenaed to testify at a hearing examining the misconduct because she was, you know, paying him a little bit more than other prosecutors. He wasn't up to the task of this, but she hired him on anyway. They're going on vacations on the taxpayer's dime. 
maybe a little bit of colluding going on with the White House as well, things that were billed to the county and the state that shouldn't have been billed. Then she went into a black church and told people there that (laughs) these white supremacists are coming after me. Yeah. How dare they? They... They're only Come coming. after God's child. <laughs> They're only coming after me because they expect black women to be perfect. Well, no, we just don't. You you expect any elected official to not misuse public funds in order to fund an extramarital affair. Interesting. Defending that one at the church. Yeah. Well, also, in addition to being under investigation for uh, spending taxpayer funds on on lavish trips with her. Uh, love affair mm-hmm. is being called out by a former employee for apparently abusing another federal grant really now, she was confronted by a staffer in november on november 19th 2021 after the campaign social media manager planned to use part of a nearly five hundred thousand dollar grant for travel computers and swag the grant was actually set aside for a center of youth empowerment and gang prevention program Oh my and that, goodness. That center, by the way, has yet to open, but the grant has been used to buy Dell computers so far. Now, in a recorded uh, uh, discussion between the staffer and Fonnie Willis, uh, audio was obtained by the uh, Washington Free Beacon, and the staffer is saying, hey, he wants to do things that, with grants that are impossible. I keep telling him, well, we can't do that. Like, oh, we can't go get swag with this. This is specifically for this project. That's how how a grant would work. Um, Fonnie Willis says, well, I respect that's your assessment. I'm not saying it's wrong. But then later, uh, the uh, staffer wound up getting fired for raising complaints about it. How about that? Wow. But it doesn't get, you know, into specifics what swag we're talking about. Uh, No. Because, man, don't you want to know? I do. What exactly are we talking about? Are we here? talking Jordans? Are we talking. Don't know. Branded gear? But out of a $488,000 grant, you can get some pretty cool swag. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, smoke. I wouldn't say no to that cash. Oh, man. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. She'll be having to go to church again this weekend. Yeah. All right. Uh, biggest story today, David. <laughs> He's a white supremacist. Just. Ask that I don't abuse taxpayer dollars. Terrible. It, it's yeah. terrible. Absolutely awful. Uh, biggest story of the day, the House of Representatives is one step closer to impeaching uh, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, the head of the Department of Homeland Security, for the absolute debacle at the southern border, um, which is very strange to see Democrats sort of having trying to have both sides of the argument. Like, yeah, we know it's a crisis, but it can't be fixed. Exactly. Like, wait a minute. We have to pretend we care, although we want millions of people to come through. Yeah. Yes. Uh, more on that. And a terrible story of a carjacking in D.C. we got to get to. Straight ahead. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. 
Scott Robbins out for a few days with family. Mentioned it earlier. His mom passed away this morning. 85 had been battling cancer and obviously thoughts and prayers with Scott and all of his family. And mentioned it earlier, too, when Scott was in the hospital in 2015 uh, with his heart attacks, got to spend quite a few afternoons and evenings with Scott's mom. I got to know her a little bit, such a sweet lady. Um, she lived a great life. Um, so we're thinking about Scott today. As we're going through the show and getting some updates on things, this is a terrible story out of D.C. I'm going to see this. And, you know, this happened Monday night. I only heard about it this morning. I don't know where it was yesterday. Um, but, uh, man, oh, man, it, it was another carjacking spree. And, you know, this guy, Mike Gill, known as an accomplished Republican professional, served as chief operating officer at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission during the Trump administration, was among those shot in this vicious carjacking spree. Um, now, in the end, I'll tell you this. The uh, perpetrator was killed early Tuesday morning in Maryland. But leading up to that, Mike Gill was shot. He's in critical condition still. Um, he was just picking up his wife from work. She's an education lawyer. And this is just blocks away from the White House on K Street in downtown D.C. Happened at 545 late afternoon. It's just crazy. Um then it says, and the same man believed to have conducted at least two other carjacking, carjackings. And in one of those other carjackings, the victim, there was another victim that died, Golly. shot and killed him. So the way the story went was this guy got in the parked vehicle where Gil was in and shot him. He had just uh, called his wife to say that he was downstairs. So she's on her way down. She gets to the ground floor, walks out, and then all of a sudden says, oh, my God, that's my husband. And so the Washington Post went out there, and they're talking to, you know, is there any witnesses? There's this lady, Yolanda Douglas, said that Gil's wife ran toward her husband, grabbed his hand, and said, what happened? But he didn't respond. Said he was in a, a dress shirt and a sweater, um, still had one foot, in the passenger side of the car. His right hand was twitching, his blood pooled around his head, just terrible. So then an hour later, the suspect tried unsuccessfully to carjack another vehicle before then fatally shooting somebody else on the street and taking that person's car. Um, someone on K Street knew the perpetrator and helped police identify him. So that's when it's like 2.30 in the morning and the carjacker shot at a Maryland state cop while he was driving by. And then the car was abandoned. Said a man walked up to him with a firearm, and then police shot and killed him. Yeah. Dude, the carjackings in D.C., it's insane. It more than doubled in 2023 to nearly 1,000. And it, you know, said in the story, the spree has seen an FBI agent carjacked a Democrat congressman carjacked outside his apartment, multiple congressional staffers assaulted. Yeah. Three people attempted to carjack a Secret Service vehicle. You remember that? Yeah. That was guarding the granddaughter of Biden. Yeah. Wow. And I guess we're so used to it, that doesn't make a big national story? Did I, you yes. see this? I mean, it. yeah, it, it is. 
it's crazy, and it gets even crazier when you realize that the D.C. City Council uh, was trying to and is still trying to uh, enact new policies within the city when it comes to carjackings that would make it easier to carjack people. Unreal. I mean, the thing is, and I, don't misunderstand, I'm not trying to victim shame anybody. Nobody deserves to be a victim at all. Right. But, man, yeah, if you're in D.C. and you're idling at the curb, you have to keep your head on a swivel, man. There, You just you have to be, I would say, any big city that's just good to just kind of, you know, you don't have to be scared all the time, but just to be aware of your surroundings because you never know when things can go man. sideways, and especially... If you're in a city where this is happening at just kind of jaw-dropping rates, yeah, you need to keep an eye out for the people around you. Can you imagine someone telling you five years ago there'd be that many carjackings in D.C. and that close to the White House? No, and the weirdest thing to me, too, and it, but it's the same everywhere where progressive ideologues have gotten into power and been able to completely uh, you know, enact their vision of what America should be and what justice looks like and all of that. Yeah, it's insane. Where, I mean, like in Portland, I mean, the first time oh. I went to Portland was 2015, I think, maybe? 16. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, 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 I mean, it's a completely different vibe. Even then, oh. I mean, you got homeless people, you have all that, you know, that that's, that's one thing. But, I mean, even people i know who have lived downtown for a long yeah. time said i gotta get the hell out of here oh good uh, buddy of ours yeah yeah uh, in dc it's the same thing it was not that just a few years ago i was at i was there with my nephew who was four or five at the time mm -hmm. never felt uneasy i mean we were around you know the the capital we were in more touristy areas but i would not feel the same going out after dark in in dc Oh, no. No. When you put it like that, think about, you know, this is a number of different cities. Portland, of course, and Chicago. Yeah, you you are completely different as far as your attitude and looking around than you were, say, five, ten years ago. Yeah. Man. I also saw this story, um, and this is about some of the climate extremists, how much they're targeting people on the left now. This is Interesting. And in the story, this I saw this in The Federalist, that the Biden administration celebrated, you know, praise from all these far left climate alarmist groups after it announced on Friday, remember, they were pulling the plug on several liquefied natural gas projects. Yeah. We're going to shut that down. And so the White House actually released a, you know, in all caps, what they are saying press release for all these different groups how great it was that they were doing away with this. Uh -huh. And one of them was client defiance, which is pretty radical. It's a bunch of young Marxists, as it says in the story, who regularly disrupt traffic, shut down U.S. politicians to coerce them into advancing their agenda, right? Okay, so it mentions some of the things that they've done. Like earlier this month, several of their members swarmed Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia while he was speaking at a New Hampshire dinner. Um, they chanted anti-fossil fuel slogans during his remarks. Um, they tried to get in front of his SUV as it was departing. I know some people are like, yeah, you just keep going. Yeah. You don't stop. Um, you know, I suppose if you're Joe Manchin, you're like, well, I don't want to kill anybody here. 
But, of course, they do this all the time because they figure, yeah, you're going to stop. Um, They've also done this to Biden. They don't even remember. Create a blockade to prevent elected officials from attending the White House Correspondents' Dinner at the Washington Hilton. Mm -hmm. Hoping he would, you know, do exactly what they wanted him to do. They've harassed Amy Klobuchar. Do you remember hearing about this at a book launch event last May? And then blocked traffic and protested outside Chuck Schumer's New York City residence? Hmm. It's like they don't even report on that. No. And then there was an event in June hosted by Jennifer Granholm, energy secretary. She was scheduled to speak, and they were shouting at her, no MVP, no LNG. Granholm, you are bleeping killing me. Bleep you, Jennifer. Bleep you, Joe Biden. Bleep all these politicians. Enough of these brats. Yeah. Well, and, and to me, I know that some feel like this is kooky, but when you see the major thoroughfares being blocked, uh, the president of the United States and his entourage being blocked, all of that, I can't help but think the people who are really organizing it, the people who are funding it, are really yeah. looking for weak points in law enforcement response because they're planning something different. That very well could be. At That's the, what you're afraid of. At the, 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 people, the people that are funding a lot of this want to destroy the country. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Want something on a lighter note? Yes. Um, you know what? You can go either way. I'll let you pick. A couple things. There was one that's making the rounds uh, testing you how middle-aged you are. <laughs> like a point for each statement. Okay. And then there, somebody came up with this list of artists that have never won a Grammy. That I think is a little incomplete. But Okay. Your right. pick. Let's do uh, middle-aged. Okay. Um, they say score one point for each statement that fits. Okay. Now, a lot of people have seen this today. You can't sleep past 9 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Even if your kids were gone, you couldn't sleep past 9? No. Give yourself a point. I still can if I need to. Depends on how late you stay up. <laughs> you know. Uh, you can't start a movie past 9 p.m. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you call your kids for tech support. No, not yet. Neither one of us. Uh, boy, I don't want to answer for Robbins today. He's not here. But I think we all know the answer, don't yeah. we? Uh, you used to fix typos with whiteout. Yep. I have done that. Really? As a millennial? Yeah. Okay. Um, have you ever called a 30-year-old a kid? Only be, what, six years younger than you? I have not done that. I have checked. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, you swap ailment stories with your friends. Dang it. I've swapped ailment stories with you. <laughs> okay, so you're yeah. in the club. Yeah. All right, bad back, stuff like that. Okay. Um, this was odd to me. It says you're on Facebook, but not Grinder. What? Um, yeah, you're as confused as me. I. Hmm. It's like if you were going to say, like, X or Twitter. Maybe, yeah. Instagram. Like Facebook, but not TikTok. Snapchat. Yeah. Grinder. Grinder. That's very. Mm, okay. That doesn't seem right. Uh, you write appointments on a paper calendar. Well, I used to, not anymore. I do. That's the only way it really works for me. Oh, another check for you. You know, I hear from people all the time talking about the show. Van Camp's a millennial, man. He's wise beyond his years. Let's see. Uh, you gain weight just by being near food. That's goofy. Yeah, that's just a joke, right? Yeah. Uh, you're not sure how you got that bruise. Oh. Yes. Uh-oh, another check for a fan camp. Uh, you go into the bank to make a deposit. 
Eric, well, I used to, but the company made me start doing a direct deposit. If I had my way, I would. Okay. And lastly, we'll just end here. You've dialed a rotary phone. Have yeah. you ever? You have. Yeah. That was just because you were poor, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> it <laughs> counts, much. though. Yeah, my point. Much. Yeah, the old phone that's like still hanging up in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. You know, had that one. Yeah. So I scored an eight on that. That's pretty good, man. I'd say that's you're more middle-aged than most people what? in their mid-thirties. Yeah. I mean, Robbins is going to rub off on us. <laughs> that's not even fair. That's not nice. All right, we got to get to a news update. And Nimrod's in the news straight ahead right here. Text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be a lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that ad on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still getting out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text order to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text O-R-D-E-R to 42424. That's order to 42424. Chilly winter mornings are perfect for staying under the covers and having breakfast in bed. HelloFresh knows that, and they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy your pick of the tasty dinner recipes they're known for, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. HelloFresh actually has you covered for every mealtime occasion with a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, desserts, and more. And not only does HelloFresh help you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, but their pre-portioned ingredients help eliminate excess food waste. This new year, make eating better and saving money a priority. And make it easy with America's number one meal kit. Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. All right. The Markley Man Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins out for a couple days with family. Oh, you got a news update, David? Uh, yeah, we were just actually talking about the out-of-control crime in our nation's capital. Yeah. Uh, carjackings are just insane. And, I mean, you've got public officials, former public officials who've been shot uh, in, in the, because of what's been going on there. So there was actually a, sort of a town hall-style meeting with local officials last night okay. in D.C., talking about carjacking and crime in general. Right. Uh, and you had a lot of people there, white, black, Latino, who were there saying, we're afraid every time we step outside of the house. What about are we going to do about this? D.C. Attorney General Brian Schwalb 
had this to say. We as a city and a community need to be much more focused on prevention and surrounding young people and their families with resources if we want to be safer in the long run. We cannot prosecute and arrest our way out of it. Yes, you can. It's been done before. Yeah. I mean, the best thing to do would be, yes, stop it before it happens, but you have to do something to stop the bleeding right now. Yes. When he talks about, you know, for the future, that utopia bullcrap don't work, man. Right. That's why all these people showed up. Don't you get it? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like you show up at the hospital with a cracked skull because you fell off your motorcycle. And the doctor, instead of treating you, says, well, really, what we need to do is talk about wearing a helmet. <laughs> well, I get it, but but I can't, I'm, I'm bleeding from the head right now. Exactly. Man, oh, man. I don't understand it. You know, other than there's some other motive. I mean, I understand sometimes with a good heart, you can go about things the wrong way, but the intent is good. But after a while, when you understand this doesn't work, then you got to wonder if it's something else. My goodness. You know what? I'm going to give you a nice story before we get to Nimrods. All right. And a lot of times, you know, we start off with Nimrods in Florida. This is the nice person. Did something really good. I was almost shocked when I saw a newspaper delivery guy. What? People are still delivering newspapers? Well, they are in some places. Yeah. I know a lot of people say, well, it's usually older people that want to get the paper. And in this case, it was a 75-year-old woman. This dude is delivering. It's like 3 a.m. He's delivering the Tampa Bay Times. Saw the front deck on fire. Said, bang, on it wakes oh, her man. up. Grab the hose, put the fire out. Everybody's okay. They're saying he probably saved her life. Wow. That might be the best Dang. marketing for the paper in years. No kidding. All right, now it's time for Nimrods. Roll it out. Here we go. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the News. It's not often, but we're starting in Connecticut. Okay. 35-year-old Travis Jones got arrested, stole a truck filled with $30,000 worth of ice cream. Delivery truck for an Indiana ice cream brand. All right. Yeah. It's just parked outside of business. He's like, eh, I think I'm going to take this. <laughs> Cops started canvassing the area, eventually spotted the truck speeding down the highway on its way out of town. They pulled him over without incident, facing charges, first-degree larceny. And you got to wonder, what is it? You think you're going to get away with that? It's pretty easy to spot. I don't know. Who was and the then, first reporter to get that scoop? hey oh, <laughs> Well played. And then, I guess this exclusive golf club in California, um, allegedly operating an illegal cannabis business. Like, high end. I know, I know. High Different end. kind of green there. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's Nimrods in the News.